Hey coaches, Brian Blackburn here again with the Pound the Rock podcast, hardwoodtexas.com. Our podcast is sponsored by Huddle, Waterboy Graphics, Scholastic Steel, Jeremy Thomas Agency through Allstate, and Tumbleweed Textiles. We're going to finish our podcast uh, series with Hall of Fame coach Joe Lombard from Canyon High School, the girls basketball coach there. Coach Lombard has an unbelievable career that just keeps keeps going. And uh, we're going to finish up our, our podcast, our three-episode seri- uh, three series with him regarding his uh, program philosophy and uh, practice planning. What his practices look like from the fall uh, to in-season and then through the spring. So, uh, coaches, uh, thanks for tuning in. Enjoy. And this will finish up our series with uh, Coach Joe Lombard. All right, last but not least, Coach, let's go ahead and talk about some of your high school practice planning. You know, I, I, uh, I'm a huge believer that uh, great practices will lead, lead to uh, consistent play on the court. And so I, I spend a ton of time just talking with other coaches about practice and how, how they practice and, and how they can make what, you know, what a great practice would look like in their program. And, uh, you know, if uh, – if the junior high program is the lifeblood of, of your of your program, practice may be the backbone. And uh, and so, go ahead and talk a little bit about what makes a great Canyon girls basketball practice. Yeah, well, yeah, practice is a huge thing, and and uh, probably like you and other coaches, I just I really enjoy planning practice. Yes, uh, I save workouts. I save our workouts through the years, but I'll be honest, I don't really look at them that much. Maybe I just can't read my writing. I'm not sure, but I, I don't. I don't look at them that much. But if I need to, I can go back and use them as a reference. But for but for young coaches, they need to, in my opinion, go watch other people practice. Go watch and if you don't know what a good workout looks like, go watch other team, other coaches, somebody you respect. Uh, somebody that's successful, go watch somebody else practice. And uh, I know I did that a lot, and I still I still enjoy doing that. I still go, I like to watch other people practice. And so whether it's high school people or college people, um, I think it can help establish your philosophy. So yeah. um, anyway, I think, I think that's really good. I yeah. think that's important to go watch others and, uh, and then – uh, come up with what you want to make your workout uh, your masterpiece. You want to call it a masterpiece. You're developing a masterpiece every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, but in that masterpiece, it needs to be things that are going to help your kids. You got to keep it simple. I remember my first year in coaching. I got that book that was titled "The 101 Drills." Oh yeah. And uh, you know, I, I tried to use every one of those. <laughs> I really did why I was why I was doing that, but, uh, you know, uh, it's cool to have a lot of drills, but you want to make sure they relate to what you're trying to do to, uh, on offense and defense. So you want to keep it cohesive and make it uh, where it makes sense to the players while you're doing things. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, Hey, I, a couple things, uh, with practices, uh, I, when I was a young coach, it was three hours. Well, now my – of course, right now I have I have the 45-minute athletic period, uh, which is during fourth period, and then I go for an hour and a half after school. 
So that so that fourth period is that the middle of the day? Is that like right before lunch or right, right before lunch? Okay. And, uh, I love it. I spent. I I guess I've had that like that ever since. All thirty nine years of coaching have been fourth period. So, uh, but you know, if it was first or seventh or second or whatever, I would make adjustments. But the fourth period thing has been really good uh, because. Uh, we pretty much meet every day. Uh, you, if you have a game that night, you have time to go over a scout report and uh, still have a practice the day of a game. And so, I always have enjoyed having fourth period athletics. Yeah. And uh, and for young coaches, every every practice should be written out, and, and you should spend some time planning. And and uh, I, I think it looks more professional. Also, if you have something written out or typed, or whatever you do, but uh, I think if uh, the kids sense that you're just going to wing it in practice, then uh, I, I don't think they're going to give everything they got. Right. And, uh, so I think uh, I think planning is huge. I, I still like to do that, and uh, and you got to make sure you plan your fundamentals in there besides all your all your team stuff. And uh, I enjoy all of it, so I think uh, I, and, and they, they need all of that. Yeah. I think even though we might do some things in seventh grade still with our 12th graders, I think they're still getting better fundamentally as they uh, as they do them over and over and through repetition. Sure. Uh, okay, a couple ways to uh, – in, in, uh, so I, I have fourth period athletics in the fall and, and, and year-round, uh, so – a typical fall practice. Uh, so when I, the very first day of school, we're going to pass out a player notebook, and we'll go over things in our player notebook. And uh, some of these things will be, uh, we'll be talking about uh, our culture a little bit, our our gold standards. Uh, some people call it core covenant, but we're going to talk to we're going to talk to our kids and have things in writing them what our program is all about. And uh, so I put a lot of stock into that. I've always have had a notebook to pass out to them. They keep the notebook in their locker for the entire year. We'll add some things to it. But uh, what we'll do a little bit later in the season is uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take the notebook out each day and spend 60 seconds on something. Uh So maybe one of your things is about commitment. All right, Susie, what's commitment mean to you and our basketball program? What's important? You know, so we, we're going to talk about it at the start of practice. Uh, somewhere we'll, for about a solid month, we'll just be going over some things that are in that notebook. Gotcha. Uh, we'll, we'll have things about practice, what we, want to, what we want to do in practice, how we expect them to uh, hustle, go from drill to drill, uh, like we mentioned earlier, they need to be looking at the coach when the coach is speaking. Uh, we uh, try to uh, obviously get them to have a real strong work ethic. Uh, what we want them to do when they come into the gym, get dressed, they first step onto the floor. We have just a small, simple little routine where they may, and we change it up. They may they may dribble left hand around the court and go through some running ladders with a basketball. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, 
tell you anything. Hey, one one thing <laughs> at the end of that, Brian, I give the girls, and this is coaching the female athlete, not so much. The female <laughs> athlete. They get about thirty seconds where they get to visit, and then we start. So yeah, hey, I don't know. <laughs> that's kind. Of, I can't believe I'm doing that, but just that's just my experience. Give them thirty seconds, a ch- quick chit chat, and then we get started. And then every, everything after that is playing to the minute. Right. So if we do a drill for three minutes, I'm not going to spend five minutes on it. Or I'm not if they're not doing it right, I'm not going to spend 15 minutes on it. Do it till you get it. We'll come back and get it another day. But uh, I want to stay on my schedule, and I want to do what I have written down and planned out for that day. Yeah. Now, is there a, is so, there a lot of... Uh... Sorry to cut you off there. Is there a lot of punishment reward? Is there a time score, uh, you know, punishment? How, how do you uh, transition from drill to drill? Yeah, I, I like to uh, have a lot of competition. And, and so uh, because of all the competitive things we do in practice, there'll be lots of sit-ups, push-ups, uh, some running, uh, but I want to, I don't run them six miles and bring them back for the next drill. Cause <laughs> I, wanna, I don't have, there's not enough time in the period, but there will be consequences for winners and losers and a lot of things that we do. And some of the things there will not be because we're maybe just teaching something, mm-hmm. but, uh, uh, but anyway, it'll be planned out. And, uh, uh, in the fall, uh, we Monday through Friday, uh, uh, and, and actually, before I start that, sometime between now and the start of school, so let's say early in August, I do my master plan. My master plan is about the first uh, uh, six or eight weeks of school, however long we have them until we start after school in October. Right. And uh, so I like to do a master plan where week one, we do this. Week two, we do this. Week three. And, uh, for example, uh, we'll, the first week we'll work on our fast break. And, uh, and of course, we'll be doing some very basic fundamentals. And, uh, and we'll incorporate 201, 302, that kind of stuff. The second week, we'll, we'll, uh, our, our emphasis on team stuff will be on our man offense. The second and, and third week will be man offense and then uh, – running that main offense out of the fast break. So we're kind of building here as we, as we go. The third, or excuse me, the, the fourth week might be man press, and we're still working on our man offense. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, so it progresses, zone stuff. Until we get to October 21st, whatever, uh, we, we have touched on a lot of things. Now we got to go polish them up now as we uh, get going October 21st. But we have introduced things to them that uh, uh, are a good foundation. That's great. Also, we're doing the same things with our fundamentals. Uh, you know, I think you have to do. I think there's some things you got to determine what you want to do every day, and I think there's three or four things that you have to do every day. For example, shooting. There, without a doubt, you have to shoot it every day. And so during this 45 or 50 minute class period, every day we've got uh, at least 10 minutes of shooting during our class period, 10 to 15 minutes. And uh, 
And so uh, some of that will be shooting in lines. Some will be in-close shooting. Uh, we'll, have, we'll work on layups, offside hooks, set shots, jump shots, three-point shots, jump shots <laughs> off the triple, uh, finishing uh, shots. So we're going to be definitely that's – a, that's a huge thing. Right. Uh, now, we're going to go two to three minutes of some type of ball handling. Uh, or, or excuse me, two to three minutes of uh, work in lines where I get them all in lines, kind of like you do in camp. We'll go through just shooting form or offensive moves or rebounding, pivoting, just some simple things. Then we'll do five minutes of ball handling, which is we have a ball handling drill that takes about a minute. We, we can do two ball dribble drills. We can do put them in dribble lines and teach them change of direction, dribbling, but we go for five minutes of that. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then we'll do five minutes of passing every day during the class period, and that can be in lines again. It can be post feeding. It can be full court passing. It can be two on one, three on two stuff. It can be uh, three on three, no dribbles. But uh, we're going to work on passing and uh, taking care of the basketball. Yeah. So, so what, what, I, what I hear you saying is, you know, shooting, ball handling, and passing, those are non-negotiables. Those are going to be every day, and you're just going to master the simple things. That's, that's one thing that, yeah. that uh, you know, when people talk to me about, about you and, and Tate, you know, what makes, what makes Coach Lombard so good? I said, they master the simple. I mean, there's nothing. You're not re- trying to reinvent the wheel. You just want your girls to be better at those simple things uh, than the other team and the best they can be at those simple things. And if you do that, then now you can run five or six offenses that that you like, you know, and you can tinker with those things. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and, and then we we got to touch on our man defense. I'll, I'll run whatever defense we need to to win a game, but – our practices, our foundation is man-to-man defense. and But we only go five to ten minutes maximum during the class period on defense, Brian. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's uh, – uh, it may just be simply mass defense one day because we – early in the year, that's how we start them out. Uh, then we'll progress to uh, four simple one-on-one type drills to uh, – teach uh, on-ball defense, off-ball defense, and post-defense. And that'll that'll take about, uh, oh, we're going to be doing that for three or four weeks. Uh, we'll introduce some shell defense at the end of that three or four weeks. And uh, we usually touch on position work, about five minutes worth, or some type of an offensive breakdown during the class period. And then uh, the final ten minutes, our team play five on zero, five on five. Uh, if it's the week we're working on the fast break, then we got ten minutes of working on the break or yeah. breakdowns. Gotcha. If it's work with, if it's the week we're doing man offense, then we're working on man offense. Maybe it's out of the break, or maybe it's just out of a simple set. But uh, so we're gonna make sure we get some of that team stuff in every day, and. Uh, I remember when I first started coaching, I never did any team stuff until October 15th or 21st, whatever it was. That's a huge mistake. you got to do that right from the get-go. 
not just drill it all the time. So we're trying to get a little combination of player development with our fundamentals and, of course, our trying to put it all together with our team. Yeah. And you know, that, that doesn't just happen overnight. It just it just takes a while to process that, to do all that. Yeah. So, hey, also, during this first six or eight weeks, if you're fortunate to have your players during the fall, we'll, we'll do a couple things. I know Tate does uh, some of this stuff, but we'll lift weights. We lift weights. Uh, twice a week, Brian, for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people, I know you need to, if you want to really get stronger, you got to go longer than that. But I think we're strong enough, and really we're trying to develop a better basketball player, not just better weightlifter. So uh, so we'll, we'll spend 15 minutes. I've got, there's three of us in there, three coaches. Each coach, coach has a station that he does for five minutes. So in one room, we've got a coach doing squat and bench. In another room, and, and then he has a couple of auxiliaries sure, with that. Sure, sure. In, in another room, I've got a coach doing uh, power clean and some auxiliary stuff in there with him. And then I've got the third station, and my, mine is basically all ACL prevention type stuff. And uh, maybe quickness things, uh-huh. jump, jumping things. So yeah. each guy has five minutes, and we're doing quite a quite a few things. Uh, we, I, uh, I know one thing that Tate, you know, it's not just the jumping; it's the landing. You know, that's a big deal for him. Yeah. He's really teaching the girls how to land. So you may jump off one foot, but we want you to land on balance on two, and that that really helps. Hopefully helps uh, yeah. prevent those. Yeah, yeah. With that ACL stuff, I think changing directions is huge. So I may on changing directions, we may dribble back and forth around cones, just trying to change directions as fast as we can around the cones. Yeah. Uh, you can dribble around the jump ball circle and change directions on line. I mean. There's a hundred different ways you can do things, uh, but we definitely are doing that twice a week. And uh, once I get to the season, we start playing those tournaments, and we're going to do it on Mondays and Wednesdays uh, in the fall. We get to the season where we're playing games, we're going to do it on Mondays and then probably on Saturdays. Now, some Saturdays we'll be playing tournaments, but we'll do a reduced version. We'll, instead of going 15 minutes, it may be 10 minutes. Yeah. Of a, some type of fitness stuff. That's good. So, also in the fall, uh, I've done this all my years, but I learned this thing called Earn Your Uniform. And on Wednesdays, we used to do it six weeks. Now we go five weeks. A coach could come up with uh, whatever fit his, his uh Philosophy, but we do it on Wednesdays, and uh, we divide the we divide the the players into two teams. We have a team score. At the same time, we're we got our coaches grading the players individually on their technique, uh, and then we pass or fail them or give them little uh, bits of information what they need to improve on as they go through earn their uniform and. Uh, 
Each of those drill, there's four drills. Each one of them takes about five minutes, four to five minutes. And we grade the kids on this. We have a chart in the dress room, whether they pass or fail uh, that particular exercise uh, the first week, the second week, the third week. Uh, in the beginning, we used earn your uniform. Each, each of the four drills, one stood for their uniform jersey, one stood for their, their shorts, uh-huh. one was their warm-ups, one was their shoes. And so to earn their jersey, they had to pass the one-on-one full court drill. And uh, I don't do that so much nowadays. Uh, it made some of them too nervous, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know Tate. Tate still does it, and he Tate still does it, and he talks about how you know he wants it to be hard for the freshmen. You know, those freshmen coming in, it, it means something to earn your uniform, and. Uh, I know, I know that's a, that's a way to get that buy-in that you want with your program, your identity, your culture, you know, in the fall is kind of revolves around the earning your uniform. And then that's kind of the, the individual, the peak for the individual there. Okay. Now, now it's time to get to work for the team. So. Yeah. Uh, And those four things, those four things are one-on-one from the wing, one-on-one cover out denial on the wing is the second one. One-on-one full court, and then uh, two-on-two post defense, just to help that go a little bit faster. But uh, those are the four defensive things that we're working on the first month of the school year, uh, because I have them in the fall. And uh, I know shell drill is really important, but we try to break things down even one-on-one so they can get better at those things that yep. we want them to be good at. Right. So. Right. We we also and Tate showed me this, but we do a top five with them in the in the fall, uh-huh. and that that's top five simply is two days of uh, or maybe one day where we come up with some different uh, skill things, strength things, running things, and see who the top five athletes or players are in these drills and skills that we do for one or two days. Top five person. Top five people get a T-shirt if you're into doing that sort of thing. But uh, we do that once. I think it could be done a couple times early in the. We usually do it the first week of school somewhere, and then uh, could do it again right before the season starts, early October, or could do it in spring, or just do it once a year. But I, I kind of like the top five. Some of the things we do in the top five are mic and drill. Uh, we'll do free throw shooting. We'll do three point shooting. We'll do full court layups. Might do uh, bench press or push ups for strength, or maybe it, we might do a two hand chest pass with a medicine ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we could run uh, sweet sixteens. We could uh, dribble in and out of uh, chairs. Uh, we can run a set of lines uh, and time them, and then you rank the players. So if you've got 30 players in your class, then you rank them one through 30 on every one of the drills and uh, and then get the best uh, average as they average out through those four drills, get the best scores for your top five players. And uh, so anyway, it's, uh, it's not life or death, but it's a little <laughs> Right, competitive, and it shows uh, the players some other things are important besides just uh, 
five on five stuff. That's great, We're coach. Trying to get, trying to, get them to develop some things there. Uh, so maybe the work that they did in the summer might pay off for some of this stuff. If they didn't touch a ball or do anything, uh, maybe that'll show up. So, right. Anyway, to stress some of that stuff to them. That's really okay, good. Okay, Bryce. So in the fall, that's kind of what we're doing. We get to we get to the season, October twenty first. We continue to do our forty five minute athletic period thing. Nothing changes that much. We have, uh, you know, say we have ten shooting drills. We go over and over with. We we uh, we've got probably twenty. 25 defensive dual breakdown drills. We change that up so it's not the same thing every every time, every day. Uh, so different ways to spend time shooting the ball and doing those little fundamentals we talked about. Uh, we watch a little bit of film after games, but not much. Uh, I just haven't had that much with the girls, haven't had that much success. If we show them the opponent, it's a sometimes it's a mental thing either that they don't look that good or they look really good. I'm nervous. I'm scared. So <laughs> I, I do some. We do some film the day after a game, but it's for like five or ten minutes. Yeah, it might, it might be a breakdown of something the other team did or something we did poorly, but it's not going to be a sixty minute session. Uh, I think it's important, but it's it's not the most important thing to me. Right. Uh, anyway, we do a little bit of that. Uh, game day, we have a we have a specific workout we do, but on game day stuff, it's uh, we're working them hard. Uh, we're we're spending five minutes on going through what the other team does, but the rest of the time is us shooting the ball. And going through our stuff, our and stuff will be five five on zero on game day stuff. Gotcha. Not five on five, but five on zero. Gotcha. We get the after school workouts. I think I already mentioned this, but we go for ninety minutes after school. Once we get to uh, the playoffs, we 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 go for a, a maximum of uh, seventy five minutes, an hour and fifteen minutes uh-huh. maximum. That's everything. Once we get to the playoffs, once we get to the week, the state, the week, excuse me, the week of the state tournament, we go for an hour maximum the week of the state tournament. So we, uh, I used to work longer on all those phases. And so hopefully I'm not getting too much softer, but <laughs> smarter on what we're trying to do. And if you have a well-planned workout, I don't think you have to mentally beat them up where you're going three hours a day. I don't think that's you want you want to work on those skills they need to have, and you want to work on your team stuff they need to have. And so, uh, so anyway, that's the length we spend on it. Yeah. Uh, the after school workout, Brian. If I just went through that briefly, we spend three different areas of practice where we do free throw shooting. So the start to to start the practice, we'll do five minutes of free throw shooting, different drills. Uh, in the middle of practice, after we go hard and do, we'll do maybe five minutes, maybe not that long, but two to three to five minutes free throw shooting. At the very end of practice, we'll have probably a three to five minute free throw shooting. So we do 
We're doing free throw shooting every day. We're working on press offense every day, uh, which maybe some people don't do. Yeah, that's and a good. That's good. We're, we're we're working on our fast break every day. We're working on our man or zone offense every day. Working on special situations uh, almost every day, uh, but for sure at least three days a week. Where we'll work on special situations or a delay game or defending a delay game. Uh, there's not much fundamental stuff. Uh, we will maybe as an introduction and in practice after we do our first five minutes of free throws shooting, we might do a shock a drill, you know, something competitive or something that gets them going a little bit. We might do that shock a smart drill or uh some type of little three-on-three competitive rebounding drill. We'll do something like that for three minutes uh, during the uh, after-school workout. But uh, that that is maybe not every day, but that's the majority of the days we'll do that. Yeah. Uh, well, you need to be really uh, organized and, and, like you said, have timed out and planned your practice plan because you want to get all those things in in an hour and 15 minutes once yeah. – uh, district playoffs hit and so you're you know you're really going to have to say all right th- these are the things that are important to us no fluff no fluff in practice you know we got to get this in and this is how we're going to do it so that's that's huge for all coaches to hear and understand that get rid of the fluff drills let's do what we are you know who we are and and uh you know this is these are the three core areas that we're going to focus on so hey that's that's exactly right that's what we're trying to do and uh uh you know, uh, make things co- as co- competitive as you need to. If you need to keep score or if you need to, whatever you need to do to make sure they're playing hard, then you've got to do that. You, if you've got to have the consequences on your, on your team stuff, and sometimes we do and sometimes we don't. Yeah. Uh, depends on what if we're teaching or if we're actually uh, trying to make it better. That's uh, good. I like that uh, – uh, Popovich thing. Uh, Trying to think what we call it, where you uh, you have the ball in place of just scrimmaging. I think we call it three ways, and uh, you can really work on your stuff in a competitive atmosphere. And you divide your group into two teams, and uh, uh, one team will get the ball first, and if you score, you get a point. The other team will take it out of bounds or run the fast break if they don't score and try to score off the break. One of the two teams will also get a point on that, and then you push it right back uh, for the third point. And so there's three points out there. And so you're playing offense and defense, off, offense or defense. One of the teams will always get a point on each of those three things. Oh, that's good. Uh, with, and so uh, it's a great way to scrimmage. We we play the ten points on that. They play really hard. Uh, it's a good way to run a set play into your offense. Uh, if the white team gets to have the ball first, they can run a set play. The next time after those three little ups and downs are are finished, then the the blue team gets the ball and starts with a set play or an inbounds play. So. Uh, I really like three ways. Uh, I don't do that enough, but uh, probably 
would like to do that once a week at least. Maybe mm-hmm. not every day, but at least once a week in our in our team stuff. Yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, as far as our after school stuff again, Brian, if I went through this real fast, and I hope this isn't too boring. <laughs> no, this is I good. Uh, when we put this online, there's going to be coaches with their notepads out drawing up. You know, they're going to be wanting to work on practice plans. So go ahead. I I don't want to take too much of your time. I know we said, uh, you know, I I don't want Babs to get mad at you. So uh, yeah, you can uh, do the gong thing. Buzz me out whenever you want. To. <laughs> I got I got five minutes of free throw shooting. Mainly, a lot of times it's consecutive free throws. We call it. I got five minutes of five on zero. Oh, skeleton work, and then five minutes of stretching. We don't do much stre- We don't do any stretching during the athletic period, but after school, we have five minutes stretching. We'll have a three-minute shooting drill followed by a three-minute rebounding or shock drill. We'll go five minutes of working on five-on-zero fast break, uh, three to five minutes, mm-hmm. and then we'll come back. Then we'll come back with five minutes of five-on-five block out into the fast break. 20 minutes of man offense, uh, half court as well as full court. Five minutes of man press where we work press offense and work on our offense from that situation. Here's a free throw shooting, five minutes. Then we go 10 minutes of zone offense maybe five minutes of zone press offense, five minutes of our special situation or delay game, uh, five minutes, three to five minutes of full court layups to, instead of just running lines, we do layups, full court layups, some type, fashion or form. And then uh, we'll do a competitive free throw thing at the end to finish up practice. we do a plus-minus thing. It's a plus one if you make it, uh, minus two if you miss it. We'll put them on teams on that. I mean, there's all kinds of free throw things that you can do with them. Right. So what I did, what I just gave you should equal 90 minutes. And so that's a typical workout that we do. That's great. I don't just spend, I don't just spend 90 minutes on man offense, although – There'd be times that were probably that would probably be necessary, maybe. But uh, I still we're doing little bits and pieces of some different things. But again, I think I think you got to work on press offense every day, and uh, because when you play against teams that are actually better than you, physically talented or whatever, they're just better. That's really the only way you're going to get embarrassed if you can't handle a press. And so we we try to put that in every day yeah that's good one thing that uh you know sticks out to me with with your practice planning is the girls are going to know you know they they know the routine they don't know the exact drill but they know what's going to be expected of them in in specific parts of practice and I think that's key too you know for them to get comfortable with your practice style and so now they know hey this is you know I'm going to get to shoot some free throws here to get a little break so I'm going to go extremely hard right now before before we shoot free throws, you know, things like that. I think that's big. Yeah. And I, I you know, Brian, I, I don't post practices in the locker room, but I think it's good to do that. Uh, the reason I don't do it was I just had some experiences a long time ago where if there was a drill, if there was something the kids didn't like, they had a little bit of an attitude sometimes. So 
I don't I don't post practices, but I think it's good to do that. Yeah. And uh, so, um, and I you know you can make it competitive. You can make it even more competitive. Uh, I, I don't do this with the girls, but I remember Bob Hurley talking about how at the end of practice. He may have uh, his starters for the next day wear the purple jersey and practice his seven players or, or whatever. And uh, I, I don't personally do that, but uh, maybe with a bunch of guys, I might, I might be, I might, to make sure they're working hard every day in practice, hey, you can get in the starting line about how you work today. I mean, that you could do things like that, and I don't think that's, I don't think that's wrong. Uh, yeah. I don't feel like I have to do that, but I think I could see where some people it might be good. Sure, sure. Well, Coach, thank you so much for taking the time. Like I said, I, I know you and Babs probably have some big plans today, so I uh, I, I thank you so much for sharing your insight on on these topics, you know, the blessing of coaching, your junior high program philosophy, and then, you know, the high school practice planning, way more in-depth than I was expecting, but I'm glad you did that because that is <laughs> – that is awesome. I think I think coaches are going to love that. So I really do appreciate wow. it, and thank you so much for everything you do for high school basketball in Texas. This is this is outstanding. Hey, thank you very much. It's uh, it's an honor just to be called a coach, and so <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you, and uh, hopefully uh, maybe somebody got an idea or a thought there that might help them. For sure. Thank Thanks, you. coach.